Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where tonight's going to be a very interesting night, as it is each and every single week here at Talk Junkies Basement slash uh, Studio. We're joined here tonight by Mr. Carl. Carl, how are you doing? We do good. How are you Mr. Carl? Hola. Uh, thanks for joining, man. Uh, you joined on a special occasion. Last week was the special occasion, but unfortunately my computer had a boo-boo. So we haven't uploaded it in uh, two weeks due to the fact that we did our 200 podcast last week and then my computer uh, rebooted and we lost the audio on Audacity. So here we are again, fellas. Yeah, episode two. 200, the sequel. Yes. <laughs> the electric. I noticed you were 700 subscribers also. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah oh, yeah, nice. 701, yeah. Was yeah, I was going to pull up who the 700 su- subscriber was, but for some reason it didn't email me the past two well, subscribers. So, okay, that only works if they're, because like my subscriptions, my, yeah, I'm saying that right. My subscriptions on YouTube are sent to private, which means nobody can see mine, which also means like if I were to subscribe to our channel, it, you wouldn't get a, like a notification. Gotcha. I would show up as a number, like you would see me as 702, but you would have no idea who it is. You wouldn't get that's an email. Right. That's probably what it is. Dude. Yeah. Lots of people are set to private on there. Yeah. Honestly, that makes sense. That's a good privacy thing. Um, I want to definitely do a huge shout out to my wife, though, and my two daughters, and my my newly, just my new sons. Shit, sorry. Because uh, they did come downstairs and surprise us. She iced us. Uh, Really cute, my daughters. Were Best there. icing of my life. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. I wish, I wish that the we had technical problems last time and the audio got all fucked up and we don't have it. Yeah, I mean, man, if you still, do you even still have the video? I just deleted it. Never mind. Because that damn camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here we are today, man. We have Carl in the house. We're gonna have a really good talk tonight. Uh, again, man, it's been a long journey. We're we're at four years. 200 podcasts is a big milestone for me, and uh, just feels really good. We've had a lot of guests on the shows, uh, a lot of uh, just people who listen in, you know, like Will Flo, my cousin Bobby, Will, I know listens, Janice listens. They're, you know, it's just, I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, just hopefully you continue to do so, and just honest feedback is really all we care about. I think, I think my sister says she listens very rarely, like she probably watches one out of every 50, you know what I mean, like, yeah. but... No, it's just cool. Sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? No one, you know, no one probably listens. And Carl, too, you listen a lot, too. So I appreciate you. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Ever since the first. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I'd always text you and be like, hey, man, this is what I thought. Yeah, I love it. I'm going to have to say it, like, after the podcast, though. So remind me, but I actually have a story about that. But I don't want to bring it up over the podcast yet because they're probably, like, newly watching, too. So I don't want to, like, yeah, throw yeah, them on the bus. Yeah. I know they probably know who they are right now. <laughs> but it was funny who they had criticism of. Anyway, we'll talk about that after oh. the podcast. Dude, I was surprised. I was surprised with it. Um, yeah, so we got yeah. There's there's new people listening. For sure. Cool. Nice. Fuck you. Like I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's great. Like I said, whenever we get too fa- too famous, man, I'm pulling ripcord. I'm bailing out. Yeah. But yeah, 700 huge milestone, man. 200 podcasts, 700 subscribers. Let's go. Tonight, I kind of want to just something that's been on my mind a little bit. We can digress however, however we want to. There's nothing that we have to specifically stay on for the whole night. But I know when we had Mike on, we definitely we talked about the Ukraine war and all that stuff. Um, I'm not necessarily wanting to go down that road, but is war necessary? And I know that that's kind of not 100% like a, a generalized question. Maybe it is. But how necessary is it? Because to me, what it seems like is all these wars, at least from my perspective growing up and being a part of multiple wars, it's been about people with a lot of money, resources, all that type of stuff. 
is it necessary? Do we really know what, why these wars are happening? Like, like I talked about when Mike was on the show, Iraq was about weapons of mass destruction. Come to find out that's not what it was really about. Oil. Oil, Oil supposedly. Yeah, exactly. You know, we were, and, and I, I was never there. I don't know what happened, uh, but from what I can gather, it was maybe probably about resources and antiquities and stuff like that. From what I heard, they ransacked museums and shit like so that. Took a bunch of money from like what was it, Gaddafi? And what, I'm probably thinking of the wrong word. That's that Syria. Been, like, yeah, that Saddam. It wasn't Syria. That yeah. might have been like Desert Shield or something. Yeah. But you I mean, mean Desert Storm. Desert, Desert Storm, Storm. Storm or Desert Shield. There's Desert. What is Desert Shield then? That's a thing too. I've never heard of Desert Shield. Gaddafi I've only was, heard of Desert Storm during Wasn't Gaddafi recent though? Or his son, maybe. I don't know. Either way, is war necessary for society? That's, short that's, short that's, and dirty. That's a really good question. Short and dirty, I don't think it's necessary, but I think it's unavoidable. Unavoidable. And then, yeah, that's that's to, to go from there. That's I think, like, man, it's, it's, it's really circumstantial because what you're talking about, whenever, like, so, like, if you look at the current war that's happening, is this necessary? No, because it's it's over ego and power play and control and has nothing to do with and it was the betterment. It was avoidable, though. Or that, that's what I meant. Like, no, some, no, yeah, yeah. Did, did yeah. I say unavoidable? No, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you're going to say. Yeah. Okay. It so, is avoidable. Yeah, no, this, 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 this was happening because you have assholes wanting more power and it's just this constant hunger and like feeding their ego and, and wanting more and shit. Now, whenever, which man, maybe that's where it all fucking stems from. So like, uh, man, I don't know. I'm going on a weird path with this. Maybe all war is due to because is because some asshole fucking wants more than what, what he has and isn't happy with it. So then that transpires in the fucking war. So maybe war isn't necessary, but human beings will always do that. Like, you'll always get to that point. What you're saying is, like, unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Yeah, unavoidable in the sense, like, you say that that's avoidable, that the Ukraine <laughs> and, you know, Russian war was unavoidable. For To me, it should be avoidable. But uh, when I say unavoidable, I mean in the sense of, like, the human dilemma, it, the it, human problem. You're always going to have people Well, who yeah, like, yeah, Ukraine could have just, like, yeah. not fought back. No war. You're always going to have people who are corrupt. You're always going to have people who want more than they should have or think they whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, war is unavoidable in that sense. As long as people exist and we have differences and different opinions, war is unavoidable. There's agendas. Yeah, there's agendas. Putin didn't want Ukraine to become part of NATO because what I I can assume is from the resources, titanium, you know. And I don't even, I'm not that well educated on the whole Russian-Ukraine thing. From my understanding, they're one of the lead producers of titanium. I think uranium ore is there as well. They have a lot of, uh, they have a lot of goods there. A lot of uh, stuff there. Putin doesn't want them joining NATO because it's right next to it's in Putin's backyard. So he doesn't want that to happen. So he's like, "Well, fuck! I'll just go take it then." So maybe it's really not necessarily about ego at that point. It's about exactly why we invade other countries for resources. resources. Yeah, resources and power. But with the Afghan war, I mean that, that, that's, in, that's involved. In, yeah. That's involved in the ego too. But, you have to have a huge fucking ego to even get into that position. Yeah, but at, at the Afghan war, at a certain point, it it it, it changed. It was retaliation for 9 11, but then it changed to fucking oil. Yeah, we were there you, you can't say we were there for 20 years for no reason. Right. For established democracy. To, to be a war. Which is so weird. Ago. Like, nobody's even talking about that anymore, right? Like, there was oh, yeah. a 20 year fucking ordeal that we were over there. Like, all the killings and the U.S. lives. It was just recently the, that we like completely pulled troops out last right? year. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then yeah. out of nowhere, and then out of nowhere, the 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 terrorist or whatever, the the Taliban oh, took had, over, had completely right taken over. And then everybody was upset about that, and they were like, "Well, why are the fuck were we even over there for?" Whoa. And then, 
and then nobody ever, I don't know. I don't even know, man. Well, that was one thing that Trump had said about the war in Syria, because Obama was doing drone strikes and shit like that before he had left presidency. And Obama, or Trump was being questioned, I think it was a Fox interview with Tucker Carlson. And Trump just laid it out there. He's like, we're over there because of oil. Like, he said it in an interview. Our president. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> like, he legitimately said it. Bitch, you cooking? Right? <laughs> oil. So I, mean, I had to quote Dave Chappelle there. I guess we're, it, we would have to do more research, but it, it seemed as if each time that we're in war, that's what it's about. So it only makes sense that if Putin has uranium and titanium. And oh, stuff, yeah. You well, know, and then again, NATO, you know. That's a big... I mean, if you attack a NATO ally, you're getting all other NATO allies to yeah. fucking come join. When I looked it up, I was talking about work. The United States spends... Well, I know I talked about it last time, honestly, but I finally looked it up. It was the United States spends more on our military budget than the next 11 countries combined, Russia being the third. So they're technically fourth behind us. Like, if you look at this chart, it's like everybody's like this tiny, then you get the United States like this fucking huge. You know, some people like, like, you don't fuck with us. China's definitely probably not. They're second. They're not putting the amount of money that they truly spend on. Military. That's the other thing, too. No, then that's and, true. But yeah. probably neither are we. Right. Yeah, you're not, you're not giving real numbers. Yeah. You know? Uh, and you don't know what they're using it for. <laughs> Governments are shady, man. The average everyday person that's just trying to live their life and, you know, just, you know, I don't know, just live your life and shit, doesn't want shit like that and doesn't pursue you, shit like do that. Do you remember whenever, I think I was living at 404 Sagebrush, and this was before I was 20. I, I was real specific. Yeah. Um, damn, yeah. Like, say that, <laughs> that was real specific, Paul. Yeah. Um, but anyways... Fuck. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Good thing nobody lives there now. Yeah, good thing nobody lives there currently. I just remember getting a, a letter in the mail to be like, you have to sign up for the draft. You know, yeah. or you have to enlist. Oh, service. Oh, that, that, was it. that happened when I was 18. Yeah, yeah. when you're 18, you're supposed to. I just remember getting it when I, when I lived there, but they're redoing I mean, they're doing it again, and they, they posted it on, on Twitter, and people started freaking out because of the war in Ukraine and all this shit going on right now. I don't think I've ever gotten one of those since I was 18. No, because there's so much it's between, voluntary. It's from the age of 18 to 25. I just feel like I got one when I was 18. That was like, so you probably yeah. did, yeah. You probably did. I did. And if you don't sign up, you get like a $250,000 fine. Is that what it is? I have no idea. It's up to like five years. I just yeah. signed five up to my parents. were probably like, yeah, this is what everybody does when you turn 18. But the, the likelihood of it actually going into effect again is very slim. Well, well because they up. know that you, I know you actually know more about this than me. I've talked about this. Drafts are ineffective, and now I'll pass it off to you. Well, I don't want yeah. to necessarily go into drafts. I'm just specifically again. I'm trying to say like the effects of war in society isn't necessary, and I guess drafts do kind of go into that as well. I mean, if you wanted to shed light on that, you can. I was going to say I was just going to talk about the draft thing because the last draft that we had was in the Vietnam War, and what they ended up finding out was just everyday people who were drafted that got thrown into war scenarios were completely ineffective and actually more of a detriment right. than yeah. anything else. Because it takes a lot to be able to get somebody mentally, like human beings are naturally born not to kill other people, which is crazy, right? Because how we actually work is together in like herds and shit. And so it's completely against our nature to come in and harm other people because even subconsciously we think, Man, we need to be. I, I want to be liked by by all these people, and I want to work with them because that's what's going to better me. That is how human beings have worked, and how we've even progressed through technology and society and everything. So the military so drills that yeah. out of you. So oh, yeah. yeah, the military it it takes a lot of uh, training and effort on their part to desensitize you to be able to come in and be able to harm other human beings because that's such an unnatural thing. So if you just draft somebody like like me 
and you hand me a gun and tell, tell me to go kill people, and even though I can give my best effort, like let's say I'm going to give my best effort at it, it doesn't even comply with my fucking brain. Because yeah, it's still it, wired. Right? It's still wired. And I don't want to kill this other person. No, either. yeah. Like nothing, nothing's wired. They have to completely rewire your brain. And, yeah. Man, talk to any military person and they'll, they'll, well, that's a, the majority I mean, of military people will immediately agree with me. Be like, yeah, it took a lot for me to be able to go in and, and do what I had to do, you know, as far as my job goes. That's a but, big reason, though, that they also, part of that whole rewiring process is not so much, I mean, there is that hate, hate the enemy, yeah. but it's also love your brother. Like, they really promote that brotherhood thing. Oh, yeah. Because the whole point, man, and this is nowhere near comparison to the military, but being in a fraternity, even, there is I don't that, sound like we're shooting on the military. No, that's not the... Because I know that that could be, that could be... Yeah, anyway. No, I don't want to... I don't even feel like we have to say that because we're not, but... It, so, like, same thing with the fraternity. They drill into you. You go through all this stuff with your with your brothers, with your fellow pledges and everything else or whatever, to where it's still to this day. I haven't talked to any of them in a long time. I had a friend of mine um, from college hit me up and try to get a poker thing going again the other day. I couldn't because I had to work. And it's the same thing where one of them, I, you know, if my buddy John from college were to hit me up and be like, hey, man, I really, like, for whatever reason, I really need this. Like, hey, I, we haven't talked in years, but I need a ride from, you know, I need a three-hour ride. I need you to come pick me up from here and bring me all the way down here, which is a three-hour drive. I, I do that because, like, we went through that together. And it's even more so for the military. Like, they really, like, the best way to get you to kill someone else is, hey, you don't want to kill this person, but if you don't, they're going to hurt your brother. Right. Wait, well, yeah. I get that point of it, and they, they drill it into you, and regardless if they drill it into you or not, they send you out to a foreign country where there's 14-year-old kids shooting at you, I mean, wife, wife or, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to kick in. You want to hear something really shitty, because you're talking about, like, 14-year-old kids killing people, which just happens in Africa all the time. Yeah. That is actually the best time to train uh, a person to right. kill other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is when they're young like that. And you have kids in fucking Africa with AKs that don't give a fuck. They'll they'll come in and they'll fucking kill everybody because they've been they're been conditioned like it, well they're just so susceptible to whatever their environment is. Like that's that's just how you survive at a young they're age. Able. You haven't established really anything of yourself. They do a lot of your learning. Yeah, they do. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so that's what we learn. That's when you make a killer. I know that sounds fucking terrible, but man, so true, you train you train an eleven year old with a fucking gun to kill people. And he will do that shit the rest of his life. Not think blink they a fucking eye. Workforce at 14 years old. Not even blink a fucking eye. He's just like, this is just another day. See, man, I, would, I would almost also consider what's going on in, in environments like that. It's a type of war, right? Within their own community, it's war. Whenever you have 14-year-olds doing that type of thing. So I'm not trying to say broader scale, Ukraine and Russia and United States invading other countries type of war and its effects. And if it's necessary, is it in, in their own culture, is that necessary? You know, and, and there's nothing we can do about it. It's not like we're going to go into Uganda or wherever it was and tell them, hey, you can't do this. And maybe I'm even getting a little off subject. Maybe I am trying to talk about the bigger wars. I don't know. Just whenever you talked about that and just seeing these kids do those types of things, that almost seems like war as well. And it's in its impacts on society. I don't know. It's, it's really, man, this is really bland and does not make for a good podcast. So I'm sorry. But my answer still stands with the whole, like, the question honestly seems simple to me. Like, the whole, like, it's, yeah, war isn't necessary, but you're never going to get rid of it. Like, but war's it, always going to be a thing. But at the same so, time, it's shaped society for what it is today. Yeah. So, and, to a point, maybe 
But only blood turns the wheels of time. In, in blood and shed and, and how wars were fought old school without technology, it's shaped us for what we are today. I, I think to say that it's not necessary I think, for progression. I, I think it's the ultimate statement, to be honest with you. Like, there's nothing more intense than you can do by coming in and taking, like, human life. So that's, like, the ultimate statement. If you're trying to get something across, you come in and you... you what, what worse can you do besides take life, right? So that's the ultimate statement to get shit done is is war. So, so if it comes down to... Holy fuck. That... I changed my opinion. I'm sorry. It is necessary, then. It is absolutely necessary. I see where you're going to go with that. But so that's, so if it's the ultimate statement to kind of reword it for you, if war or whatever, what you're really saying with war is you're talking about taking human life and on, on a big scale, it's not murdering war. War is like a mass murder of whatever. That's the biggest statement that uh, society can say at the time to get uh, an agenda across or something to happen. So... And yeah, you can take it over. From yeah, there. I mean, where I was going to go with it. Yeah, I, be careful with it. Yeah, no, obviously, got to be careful with. But going off of what he said, it made me realize with the bloodshed and everything, and he's talking about change and whatnot. It is necessary because even think about like the French Revolution, and then taking out like the aristocrats and the oligarchy and everything. They needed that to change their lives for the better, and that was a war. You know, think about the Civil War or the Revolutionary War or whatever. Like it. It is necessary there, because, unfortunately, with the way that people are wired, sometimes things doesn't. Sometimes things don't change without bloodshed. Because that's the ultimate statement, and whenever it comes down to man, this isn't working out, but this is what I believe in. Like, right or wrong, this is what gets. This is when you start listening to me, or this is when I, this actually gets done. Is whenever it comes down to war, bloodshed, what, whatever. It's the ultimate statement. A weird way of wording it would be unity in the sense of like, look at 9-11 in that what they have, the highest volunteer rate after that, after oh, 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole country like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go to fucking war. You know, so you can look at it in a weird sense like that, that people cause it because of that maybe. Mm-hmm. No, I heard that. The patriotism just goes through the fucking roof, and everybody's like, "Yeah, fuck you! Yeah, I'm gonna defend my country. Let's go to fucking war." Which is interesting, but I'm not. Yeah, that's a whole other. It is, but it's just like a weird twist. Anybody that listens to the podcast knows my opinion on 9/11, uh, or I think in general, I'm pretty sure us three have kind of been on board with oh, yeah. 9/11 and, yeah. and, and yeah. that. It was to reduce the giraffe population. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the giraffes, man. But when you talk about like the Revolutionary War and Civil War and the French Revolution, um, those were times where people or large populations could defend themselves against those types of people. And now you're in a situation where the weaponry for the government is outweighs anything that the civilians could ever dream of. Which is exactly why you shouldn't have the right to bear arms. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, war is necessary in those times to be able to make change and create change. And I think that it'll still happen today, but it's just how successful it'll be whenever we're at such a disadvantage. It, that depends on what? Sorry, just real quick, because I, I've reiterated this before since we started talking about uh, what's happening between Russia and Ukraine. And so much of right and left wing people have all gotten together and said what's happening with the Ukraine is a terrible thing. And thank God they're defending themselves. And you're looking at just average every day a bread baker now is an ak-47 defending his homeland and everybody's like yes do that 
I want to hear the people who are against guns. Oh yeah. In America, dude, I've been talking about this. Like, yeah, if this I've isn't the biggest, if this isn't the biggest change, then those people don't think that pro, that the pro two A. Yeah, yeah. That the the everyday person should be able to own firearms if you want to to be able to defend yourself. I'm sorry, that's just a huge. No, argument it's a valid point because and I'm not like, even going to talk about the revolution stuff because that goes down a slippery slope. Like you can't you can't be a liberal and be like praising them for well, then, for defending their own. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then but you want to take away the, the guns here though. But the yeah. liberal is saying that the only time you get a gun is in time of war. I'm, I'm sorry, your that's argument gets saying. real fucking you, weak. The government's your argument gets real to them like fucking that. Listen, that'd be too late, too little, too late. But that's going to be their answer. They don't care. I'm sorry, but the argument diminishes. I'm sorry, but the argument diminishes when you back them up yeah. to, to have that same thing. Anyway, I've been saying that. I was like, man, this is a really good thing to bring up. This this argument we've been having over here in America about whether or not people should be able to own firearms. So anyway, we can move on to whatever. I, I know I just probably threw you off, but I just, I just love bringing that up because oh, yeah. that's such a good good evaluation of something where I was like, hey, man, I've been writing about this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. But that's how I kind of feel about it. Yeah, war brings the Second Amendment back into fruition. Mm -hmm. It makes it prevalent in both yeah. sides. My view on that has always been, now we're kind of digressing a little bit into the Second Amendment and stuff, but my view on that has always been, yeah, in a perfect world, you don't need guns. I would love for nobody to need guns. But guess what? We don't live in a perfect world. Look around you right now. The average viewer out there watching or listening, think about how your life and your friends and family's life has been over the last couple of years. And I'm not just talking about the pandemic. I'm talking about whatever. Oh, yeah. Literally anything, whatever. To act like you live in a perfect world is insane. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you need you need that. Like, yes, in a, in a perfect unity, uh, not unity, what's the word I'm looking for? Utopia. Utopia. In a perfect utopia with no corruption, sure, you don't need them. But we don't live in that world. And getting rid of guns and doing stuff like that isn't going to all of a sudden make it a utopia. No. No, absolutely not. Because they exist and they're never going to go away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know why that question sparked in my head earlier. If war was necessary, I don't know if there's really much more we can go on. Yeah, there's not a lot to talk about with it. Yeah. To be honest. So following the war, though, does that does war actually cause inflation and all these price jumps? No. We, is there a, is there a cause and effect there? It just depends on who you talk to. Because I talk to people who say inflation is because there's not enough workers. Are you? Or I've heard that inflation is due to the demand. You know, everyone has different ideas on one place. Or is that the scapegoat? Just like COVID. Oh, we don't have this because of COVID. Yeah. Everything's a COVID reason, or when it wasn't prevalent. But now you crazy now the war is. Hold up. In all fairness, that was a real thing with COVID, though, because factories and stuff were actually shutting down. Like you, you had, had to get you had like glass factories in Mexico legitimately shutting down, so you couldn't get. You, they just physically weren't making. Yeah, but there's exactly. no buying it. Yeah, they're still buying the material. But that is that is a supply and demand thing, I think. Right. But in general, as far as inflation goes, and I have very different views on this, that, like, that I think, yes, obviously war affects it, obviously this affects it, there's multiple things that affect it, but at the end of the day, it comes down to corporate greed for me, where I'm like, you don't have to, like, hey, here's a crazy idea, just just lower your profits. Right. Really. Just make like, you don't have to make more money this year than you made last year. Right. They keep, yeah, they, they you don't, you don't have to. to You're not required to. But I was just trying to stay on the war thing. I didn't know. Yeah. Your opinion on it? Yeah, no, we hit up inflation a few weeks ago, didn't we? I don't yeah, know, you did. Yeah. I don't know how in depth we got into it. But yeah, again, like I've talked to multiple people. I know people who work in the wood industry and they're making insane profits right now. He, he, there's this gentleman that I know. And again, I don't know how in depth he, 
he doesn't work like in a sawmill or anything like that or a woodmill, whatever it's called. He's involved in the wood selling business and he's had the best year of his life last year. And he's on pace to do, you know, another good year because of because the supply would went up to eighty fucking dollars. Yeah. So they're making insane amounts of money right now. And that's the question is like, well, why? You know, why why is someone else profiting because there's not enough of it type of thing? I don't because know. that'll always be a, that'll always be a thing. When someone can find profits and doesn't mind out. stepping on the heads of other people, especially people well, that they can't see. So and Jesse, before you go, there's another instance where another gentleman came in and he buys he buys oil or gas um, at cost. He knows someone or whatever he does, and his job allows him to do that. Where it's they a weird connect. Where they come to his, where they come to his house and they fill come up. On, he, has a few ga- he has a few gas like big large gas containers and they fill them up. And he was just saying that um, what was he saying? Oh, he was saying that usually like Quick Trip and other gas stations make 30, 30 cents per gallon. Oh, yeah, they don't make shit off that. 30, 30 cents. Yeah, 30 cents isn't bad. No, it's not bad, but I know that I've always heard the gas stations, they don't make, that's not their main profit. But now. It's what's in the store that gives them a right. profit. But now. The market's a lot higher. And I don't know how true this is. This is just what he said. He said that now they're, since obviously we've seen an increase in gas prices, he said they're looking at, get a quick trip specifically, all gas stations are the same because they're all the same prices. So I assume it's all gas stations, but he said quick trip's making 60 to 70 cents per gallon off the dollar in profit. It's what he said. I don't know how true it is. Yeah, so their profit went up. Yeah. But what? That's what I'm saying. If that's true, it's just like why? Why? Yeah, man, yeah. The, the gas. The gas is a fucking weird one. But man, I want to go back to the wood shit. That's fine. Go because I, I feel like a lot of people don't fucking know this one. Okay. So if a, a lot of uh, uh, like deforestation companies, whatever the fuck that's called, uh, the millers would come in and. Like, they take all the fucking wood out, but they'll be like, for every tree that we take out, we plant we're going to plant fucking two more. And we're actually going to be this fucking benefit. Oh, yeah. Come to find out, just doing a little bit of fucking research on the shit, this regrowth fucking wood that they're putting in, it shows this fucking guy, he takes this, like, regrowth fucking tree that's fucking been out there for however many fucking years, and it's been, you know, split up. The fucking rings are so small, oh, that. he yeah. can literally take a bite out of the wood. I've seen it. He's yeah. like, this is what your homes are being made out of now. This isn't any better fucking wood, which I don't even know if that's, I'm assuming it's still creating the same amount of oxygen, which is, I think, the big thing. But the regrowth wood is not fucking, it's nothing. You take bites, he's like, just tearing it up with his fucking hands. It's he's like, this is this is what your fucking house is getting it's made out of. It's kind of been that way for a while, though, like, the quality of wood that you have. I mean, yeah, because like, yeah, yeah, like, like, a 2 by 4 is not a 2 not two by 4 it's really not two inches by four inches. Right. It's like oh, an inch and three quarter by like three and a half. But it's it's smaller than crazy. Right? Yeah, it's like it's, yeah, it's like an inch and three quarter by like two yeah. by like three and a half. Yeah. It's so not they're doing what's not like like a big mac one. like like the whole thing, yeah. like a big mac back in the seventies was real big and they, they raised the price but the big mac kept getting smaller. Right. You know, same shit, man. They just do it all the fucking time. But like I heard like, like yeah, how quality is just the fucking grain. Yeah, or look it's at the stronger wood. Look, look yeah. at the like, look at the yeah, whatever that's called. That. The spacing, the spacing that's, is yeah. huge. Like it grew so much. Yeah, the rings, on and the then wood. now the rings are just so fucking small. You can take bites out of this fucking wood. Like it's going through this remodel, just seeing you know that this house was built in the '60s, and buying wood, and then we're, we're obviously looking at wood that was you know we're messing with wood that was built in the '60s, and you can see the difference, man. It's, oh, yeah. it's night and day. The quality that we're getting now is. And maybe that's due to a larger population, and maybe this is how it has to maybe be. Maybe your shit's unsustainable. Yeah. You know? But it, it doesn't even stop there. I mean, like, I have a connection that works in the grocery store uh, industry who uh, 
sells like products from multiple different companies and it's like legitimate like they're giving you fewer ounces and charging you more for like a bag of chips they'll take they'll make the bag bigger and then take or smaller i don't know how it works but they'll take uh, just an ounce off uh, this was another specific example they're cutting one more slice off of the bread and then they're, they're, and then they're charging you more money yeah. they're literally slicing an extra piece off the bread and charging yeah you more. so corporate it's crazy. so so but this is the shitty it'd be different if all of a sudden like everybody else was getting paid more right from that but it's that's not the case but it's just it's going to just the, goes to the higher ups so that's, that's the all question. it does how, the math is there for that that's another good question how, can't argue that how, shit. how necessary is inflation with population increase and demand and maybe that's an answer but when we talk about these specific examples of, of quality of these products how true how true is supply and demand well i mean su supply and demand within itself is just a, a way to look at uh, how, yeah, like like how goods and services work and how much they cost in general. What you're talking about is like a manipulation of that. Yeah. Because that would like supply and demand. Everybody that's wants just like an economical concept. Yeah, that's you always like yeah, yeah. No, that's that's just that, that's, that's just what, a way to like evalu what, evaluate it. But that's what. The, but you're talking about like a manipulation of it to where no, I yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fantastic. Like look at gas back in 2020. 2019 to 2019, 2020, when COVID was first around, fuck, it was cheap as fuck. But yeah. supply and demand, we were quarantined, nobody's fucking going anywhere. Right. You had to stay home. Scash should have been De like 20 cents. Dem right? Demand was low. Yeah. So, so uh, price was low. So, supply and demand. If you if that's you want to talk about supply and demand, did, go that route. Did it really go that low? I didn't. I never paid like attention. Dollar, you know, it was like a dollar. Yeah, it was like a dollar. Okay. So it so wasn't, it wasn't three seventies. Yeah, no, okay, you okay, okay. I, I didn't, yeah. You didn't fill your tank up as often as, yeah. as you do now. That's three seventy right now. You know, is it really that high? I don't three sixty. The, the fact that the oil companies weren't claiming bankruptcy during that kind of blows my mind now. The right. way they're like, oh man, we're on big. Nobody's driving. For the first like, they've been making trillions and trillions of dollars for like a hundred years, and the first year to where nobody's driving, they just so oh, we're bankrupt. No, we're we need a bailout. We need so a bailout. So does Nobody that show you that they still they like, still they can still make money. Or, you know they can make money off a dollar seventy nine worth of gas. Where right now it's three seventy. No, that's a good. That's a good. Or it's they had so much. At. They had so much money in the government that they were the ones supplying the bailouts. Yeah. Well, during COVID, if I, if I remember correctly, that's when the United States stockpiled a lot of reserve oil. And I was saying it's supposed to. Be. Yeah, and then I think people were buying. The price per barrel was so low; it was crazy. And again, Which that doesn't even match how much gas prices are. I, I, I don't know. No, it makes no fucking sense at all because the price, the price will go up on a barrel of fucking gas during somebody's administration. I've, I've seen the graphs on it. I just can't remember exactly what time frame it was in. The price of a barrel of crude crude oil fucking goes up like five percent. Gas prices dipped a little bit during this one period of time. So it doesn't have anything to do with how much crude oil fucking costs. Well, so you're buying the oil at all. all. Find it in the gasoline. So is it the refining process? Man, there, there, like, there could be I, so I much shit. There's so many questions here. There could let's be, be honest, none of us know. Yeah, yeah fuck no, no. But if you get like, an expert on it, they probably don't fucking know because they're like, man, there's some weird shit. The fuck goes <laughs> on, man. Weird, I don't know. But what, what's not weird, though, is the profits that the oil, came, oil companies are making. I mean, because that's something you can see in its physical evidence. Hey, they're making an insane amount of profit, more than they've ever made before this year with the way gas prices are. So what's always, what, but man, look at look at every large corporation, every single large corporate. I'm not talking about your mom and pop store. Every large corporation, Amazon, records, SpaceX, records, yeah, record breaking right. years. 
Yeah, no, for all of them. All of them. More profit than, yeah. than ever. Year over year over year. SpaceX made money. You guys were the ones that said it on the podcast. It's the biggest transfer of wealth. I was including Tesla. Right. The biggest transfer of wealth, yeah. And they, this but this is... Tesla but, makes sense, but what is SpaceX selling to people? Or to governments? That's just Elon Musk. He owns it, right? That's a weird thing. I was I was lumping in Tesla with SpaceX, in all fairness. But gas is a commodity. I'm not talking about Amazon or Walmart. They can charge as much as they want, but... There's no for, difference. For a little bit, because everyone everyone has to drive. Everyone needs gas to work, and everyone, you know what I'm saying? Gas is like you need it. Yeah, so, need they it find, so, they, so they find the amount that they can charge you. So should they treat it like a utility? Yeah, hundred percent. But just you have to have gas, water, electricity at your house. That's a utility, so should it be treated like one? So it probably should, but it isn't. So the price isn't fluctuated like. Well, I mean, is. but that's what electric cars are kind of making it, right? Because you, the majority of the time, you're charging your electric car at your house, which is just going through your gas bill, which is government regulated, which won't allow monopolies. Or charging your car, it's going through your electric bill. I know, but that's not allowed to be a, a, a monopoly because it is technically a monopoly. Like we have, uh, we have power and light or. Uh, KCP and Evergy, Evergy, Evergy now. now. Sorry, man, I'm going. Yeah, it changed like three days. Yeah, you know, so like Evergy, so like Evergy now, because it's the only place where we can get electricity, has to be overseen by the government to make sure that it's not corrupted because it tends to know it's depends where you live. Monopoly. Like if you go if you go a little further south, it's Osage, it's Osage Valley. That's just applied power down there. But either either way, whatever. But, but they're still but, but they still yeah. probably have a oh, monopoly yeah. over the energy there. It's where they can't be like, man, it's like. However many gigawatts, however the fuck they measure it, they can't just jack that shit up. Well, well everybody, everybody in yeah. school, everybody in school learned the evils of monopoly. Oh, yeah. In like fucking fourth grade, they taught us that shit. Well, utilities wouldn't tell us how to invest in the stock market or anything to better our future, but they definitely taught us how monopolies are. I mean, even. I, I should say, true, like utility, they're corrupted in of themselves. Your water bill, your electric bill, probably even your gas bill, they take your peak usage, and that's what they charge you for the month. That's how it works. I did not know that. So like your electricity, like just as an electrician, what what service comes to your house? You pay for that full service. You can't get that full service. The full voltage that comes from the, from the meter, you don't get it all. But you're paying for it all. But I thought I paid like it. per kilowatt for what you use of it. Is what that's saying. Yeah, but, that's what I'm saying. But the highest one you use it off of. It's like during a peak hour. So say like you read your dryer, your furnace, you ran all your shit like all once. Uh -huh. So it's a really cold day. You that's why they say shit out of shit. That's why they say use your large appliances at night when it's cool. Yep, it's cool because I the, never knew that was because the usage. Because I thought they just measured the amount of kilowatts I used for the entire month. They that's do. What I thought they, too. They but they use it to measure, but they charge you that higher rate of the higher peak that you use. So they charge. They're tracking your kilowatt usage. Oh, so they kilowatt even, hours. So how many hours to charge you at what rate? Is it like different tiers, basically? Essentially. Interesting. So it's different tiers, but oh, because you hit this peak on a tier, and they charge now that we get to charge all you. Those hours. Oh, shit. That's why. Yeah, I never knew it worked. So, so, that's, so like Paul said, like, so if you use it at night, the reason it's lower at night is because there's less draw on the overall circuit going through like this neighborhood. So you've heard like crazy stories, motherfuckers do shit like midnight at their house. I saw the TV, some bitch was like, we whack in the yard at midnight one night. Because the usage, they send less power this way, so the usage is a lot lower. Damn. Oh. Makes sense. My energy bill has been real low oh, so since I moved, and I thought it was just because, oh, I'm living by myself. But now that I think about it, it's because I use everything. Like, yeah, dude, I'm never there during the, or if I'm there during the day, I'm not using. Which honestly makes power. makes a little bit of sense for the power company because they have to be directing that energy to make sure that. Oh man, this, this is the greatest. Grid. This, this grid is power here, yep. and and they probably go off a of matrix. 
Like, oh man, like last quarter or last year or whatever, it took this much to power here. We need to make sure it's getting sent here. Same thing with your water. And then it goes off the tier that you're using personally. Yeah, same thing with your water. It goes off your highest usage time. It might just be more complex than what I've ever thought about. Like my dishwasher, you know, it's got like a four hour delay setting. So like I'll load it at night, like nine o'clock. That's what I had that setting? And I, cook that, I let that bitch do it at night, in the middle of the night. Oh, damn, good idea. I've never, I was always wondering, like, who the fuck, why did I put my clothes in the washer? I, I started doing it. Once I found delay it. And then, and then I can put, or like, like a five-hour delay? delay? Start. Yeah, you can do a delay start. So just start that bitch, let it do it in the middle of the night. So that's you're doing that that's crazy, man. But as far as, like, gas being utility, now I can see it being actually a fucking bad thing. Well, why don't... Why don't they teach that to people to where they're they're more aware of? Why well, would they be? Oh, that's, that's, that's such a stupid. That's such a stupid question. Jesse. Oh man, sorry. I think though that he, and I didn't learn until I was going through school being an electrician. Yeah, my my teacher's like, yeah, fuck, they're they're breaking it on me. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Go to. I don't know how much. I don't know if I have anything else on that because that's just anything's going to aggravate me or make me mad. But I mean, like talking about oil. I mean, like. Uh, the Keystone Pipeline, like shutting that down. Do you think it affects? Well, well, wait, hold, no. hold on. Can, can, anybody here? Let's keep it at like power, real quick. So, like, Evergy, where does is it like wind turbines? Is it a fucking cold? Evergy's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's all coal based. And that's the thing. Like, if you do a, a simple yeah. Google search and, and you see how much coal is left on the earth, I want to say when I looked it up and I did it recently, and I should probably just look that. But there's like another thousand or two thousand years that they say allegedly is left of coal. With, with at our current rate and how we use it, there's like a thousand or two thousand more years of coal left at our current rate and how we use it. That's insane. That's a lot I can't, of coal. I can't believe we're using coal. You know what I think of when I think of coal? I think it's like steam powered bullshit old like nineteen seventies trains. Do electricity. Mm-hmm. Do you not see like trains go by and you just every car is fucking coal, coal, coal. No, coal. No, but I always thought a more refined way, like like water and dams, I totally get that one. Like the big one that's kinda like a uh, yeah. Nuclear it just boils steam. Which yeah. nu- nuclear actually probably is a Te- fantastic way. It technically is the safest. You think it's not? I've, oddly enough, it, it, no, I've heard about this. And I've, I've watched some shit where they interview a guy who's like, oh man, what happens if the nuclear, like if all life gets extinct, you know, what happens to the nuclear power plants? And he's like, man, it takes so long it's for all this for shit to like degrade or whatever. Yeah. yeah, like everybody's died off by the time that, that shit actually becomes like vulnerable and starts harming like the yeah. environment and shit. So nuclear power makes sense. I've always been like, man, why not go geothermal, man? Yeah. yeah Just go fucking too. geothermal, which I get it. It takes a lot to fucking get there, but tell me we can't fucking do that shit. Like, I remember watching, I'm going to bring up Zeitgeist, Zeitgeist Addendum talking about how, man, it takes like three geothermal uh, plants spaced out correctly over the world, and you power everything. Like, everybody. What's everybody like, in the world. Uh, gets energy. Is, like, is, there, is there money three made in that? No, no, and that's the big problem, is it's completely renewable. For those of you that don't know what geothermal power is, it's basically you dig deep enough into the earth to where the earth's uh, core is is able to bring up water to a boiling point and then you just navigate water into that it drops down into the earth it boils the water steam comes up and powers turbines and that's what creates power and then the water obviously just gets evaporated and goes through the whole fucking like rain the cycle, water cycle that we the all water cycle. third grade so it's completely clean fucking all that for anybody who's never heard of geothermal energy which is the hippie in me is like, yeah man <laughs> Fucking geothermal energy, bro. <laughs> Give me some of that geothermal energy. Yeah, but anyway, it sounds nice. It sounds maybe I'm maybe I'm stupid as fuck, and maybe that's completely unreasonable to think that 
You know, for some reason, geothermal energy can't be a fucking thing, but... I think that a lot of the problems, and I'm definitely going back to the same shit that I've been talking about for... So we can move on from this real quick, but I'm going back to the same shit that I've been talking about for, like, the last four podcasts. But a lot of these problems, all of it, even from the beginning, war, electricity, gas, every, everything we've been talking about, dude, it all comes to, like, Money. massive corporations and people that are... It's greed. It's... it's it's. Well, remember we did a podcast on... I, I, we were talking about... Uh, electricity companies, and we specifically brought out the point that there was a head person at PG, PG and E or whatever in California. It's their electrical company, and we were talking about the wildfires and shit like that. But then we, you can look up their salaries and, and their bonuses and the amount of money that they make, and it's insane. Just a CEO of an electrical company, shitload of money. Yeah, millions, millions. You know, like that. That shouldn't be the case. Just like our politicians. You know, I mean. At least for these electricity companies and gas companies and all this shit, they shouldn't be getting kickbacks and millions of dollars. Like that, to me, is like almost like a politician. If you're going to be a head of an electricity company that affects all these people, why are you getting bonuses? Because you're charging because you're charging me more. You're charging me more on their service. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way that they get that kickback. It's, I don't know. Like I said, it's all greed and profit. Yeah, hundred like, percent. I'm going to go into this really quick. Even recently, in our own area where we live, because it came out of. I want to say the initial one came out of Lawrence, Kansas, but it's all the good that, titty bar out there. That, it's all the <laughs> the thing. It started with, it started with <laughs> Applebee's, but the I don't want to say it's the CEO, but it was a higher up, whatever, for Applebee's sent a thing in Lawrence, and I've got it on my phone and everything. But it was basically a big uh, oh email. It was a big email. You know, Jesus Christ, dude, is your ringtone loud enough? Let's just do that. Mike. Sure. Yeah, no. Um, but it was an email. It was basically a memo to all the district managers and everybody and whatnot. And it was basically saying, hey, due to gas prices being higher. Yeah. Since gas, this is a big deal, man. A lot of people are like boycotting them now and stuff, which who the fuck went to Applebee's in the first place? <laughs> right. But um, it was literally an email to everybody. Due to gas, and I got on my phone, due to gas prices being higher, we can now pay people less. It was literally like, hey, this is for you general managers at your store. Did they just say to fire people and rehire at a lower wage? Yeah, fire people, rehire at a That wasn't in that. That wasn't different. I know what you're talking about, though. But oh. fire people, rehire at a lower wage, whatever. Hey, anybody new you bring in, we can now start bringing people at a lower wage because gas prices are higher, which means that people need it more, and people are going to be having to stretch out and work two jobs and stuff. So make sure you keep staff morale high and all this, blah, blah, blah. But we can now we can effectively pay people less because of inflation. Because of gas prices being higher, people need jobs to be able to pay for gas and to be able to get to work and everything. So start paying employees less, start hiring people in at a lower rate. I mean, you wonder why Applebee's is failing. It's not, that's every company, bro. I've never seen anything like that in my life. That's every or, fucking company. They're all nickel and diming everything. Yeah. Dude, think about, hold up, think about it's the company. It's almost their job, by the way. Think, think about the company that it's literally that's all four, four of us. Does. Think that's about their job. Yeah. All four of us have worked for yeah. this company. Johnny's roll back their hours. <laughs> all four of us have worked for this company and they're not even a big company and you had to micromanage hours I'm sure that you couldn't give people certain raises and we're told to uh, basically bullshit them and be like yeah we'll talk about it in like six months or whatever or we'll you know we'll go over it at your six month review whatever whatever no I'm only allowed to give you a 15 cent raise whatever oh we're hiring people at this rate now oh hey even though it's completely legal due to the national uh, whatever labor board whatever that people are allowed to talk about their wage 
we're gonna possibly yeah that's yeah legal. we're gonna talk we're gonna from managers we're gonna say hey don't talk about your wage like it's not it's you not being union that's gonna be huge it's to not you. professional that's, to oh, talk yeah, about that's actually, wage because because you don't want to hire in you don't want to hire in a cook at a higher wage and then the cook that's been working there for three years is making less than them you don't no, want no, them no, to know no, that no for sure I get that and they 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 like. I can't think of the right word. To but me, they, they, to like, me I, would, that email. I would assume that that's been on the news. It's, people are seeing that email, and it's it's pretty recent. It was just like a week ago. That's insane. Though. That's crazy. But that's every company, bro. No, that's every sure. single one. I've never heard it blatantly said like that through an email from a company. I that's just, why he's catching fly. Yeah, and he's also on a like a paid vacation. Well, right? well, when you when you have your baby, fucking, I was helping out Colin, and Erica came in. She's just like she was pissed when you were paying me. And she's like, no, you can't be doing that. Yeah. And I was like, and it's not because she actually cares. It's because she's limited by the people above her saying, you can't do this amount because of profit margins. No, fuck them. The, well, I, the biggest thing that the majority of people have issues, like the hardworking people that actually run companies and stuff, they have, their biggest issue with corporate is they're so out of touch with them because you're like, man, you don't even know what this job is, like what it's like. You're literally just managing numbers and trying to squeeze as much as you possibly yeah, can out of this. Squeeze the towel dry. Which is what, man, this is why every common person, I have never met, like, I, I know forklift drivers, I know uh, truck drivers, all these common, hardworking people that run America, basically, hate fucking corporate. Because they're like, man, all they do is try to manipulate and try to get as much money out of fucking everybody's shit as they possibly can to make sure that whoever's up here is getting paid. That's why nobody takes corporate really seriously anymore. Millennials fucking hate corporate people. Well, it's and, unless it's just trying to unionize. Yeah, no good. More have, fuck, fuck I think like seven stores of unionized now or yeah, something like that. Millennials hate this idea that, that people can just you know you, you come in and all you're trying to do, man, you don't know you don't know what I do. Like you don't know what I do, and I'm making I'm the one technically I'm the one making you money. And you're, all, you're so out of fucking touch with me, and you're gonna try to penny pinch. And I know what they're doing. Like, everybody knows what they're doing. They're just trying to make as much money on the top end as possible. But those millennials... It's so those, fucking fresh. Those millennials who feel that way, there's going to be a few of those millennials who make it to the top, and they're going to do the same thing. That yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's corruption so, I mean, and greed. There, hey, there were, there were black people that, that fucking, like, drove, like, slaves and shit in the fucking South, too, right? Yeah. You get put in a position, at some point, morality goes away. And that's kind of a human fucking thing. Yeah. It can is I, that fucking problem. Can I read this email real quick? Yeah, it's yeah. not that long, yeah. but it's just to give you a yeah, point on Okay, so it's a, this is the Applebee's email, whatever. Team, everyone has heard that gas prices continue to rise. The advantage this has for us is that it will increase application flow and has the potential to lower our average wage. How, you ask? Most of our employees' base and potential employees' base live paycheck to paycheck. Any increase in gas price cuts into their disposable income. As inflation continues to climb and the gas prices continue to go up, that means more hour wait, there's I guess it's a typo. So more hours employees will need to work to maintain their current level of living. We are no longer competing with the government when it comes to the hiring. Stimulus money is no more. Supplemental unemployment is no more. This benefits us as prices rise. People who will people who we relying people who we relying on unemployment money simply will have less money to spend. It will force people back into the workforce. Furthermore, our competitors, especially mom and pop companies or smaller businesses, will have to either raise prices, cut employee hours, or pay employees less hourly to hit their profit margins. Some businesses will not be able to hold on. 
This is going to drive more potential employees into our hiring pool. We all, sorry, I'm almost done. We all competed to hire out of the limited application pool, and there was a wage war. We all saw businesses hiring team members at $18 to $20 an hour. They will no longer be able to afford to do this. Uh, trucking is the background of America, and as fuel costs rise, so will the charge for shipping. If those costs cannot be passed on to the customer in terms of menu price, the only area that can cut the sizable costs will be labor. The labor market is about to turn in our favor. What can you do? Besides hiring employees at a lower wage to, decre to decrease our labor, make sure you have a pulse on the morale of your employees. Your employees that live check to check are impacted more than uh, people reading this email. Be conscious of that. Many will need more hours or have to get a second job. Do things to make sure blah, blah, blah. Most importantly, have culture and environment that will attract people. It's basically them wow. saying, hey, as everything gets shittier for your employees, we're going to be able to take advantage of them and pay yeah. them less. Which well, some more shit on them. And, and, and this goes back to the federal minimum wage. And, and, and that's what that person who wrote that email is banking on. States like that who haven't rose the federal minimum wage. And luckily, Missouri... Once again, this was in Kansas. Yeah, no, I know that. And luckily, Missouri, like... They've done their due diligence, not due diligence, but they've done more than what the federal minimum wage is, and now it's 12 bucks an hour. You know, I know that's not still not. But that, is that argument, enough. okay, so the whole argument about whether or not $15 would have been a I don't even know what to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all know that that's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like in Missouri, that wouldn't work. I mean, still 12 bucks an hour for a host or even six bucks an hour for a server, that's, that's still pretty high. My, my big problem with it is that this is like physical proof yeah. of the non compassion. Of like of, of, of how, how do you our priority our priority is profits and corporate greed and let's get our CEO that bonus and let's get all these higher ups that bonus so that I have a chance of climbing up the ladder because if I do my job well enough and keep all these other people low I can maybe climb and make a little bit more too and all the, it, it's it's fucking it's bullshit yeah bro that email is insane man cancel culture is a real thing and when you send shit like that you better be careful because someone's gonna send it and out. he's suspended oh, with pay right now suspended with pay oh with yeah. pay though yeah. there you go god forbid you don't pay little fucker fuck you said that was Applebee's yeah man which I is owned by I would, I would I can't remember the Applebee's actually. right now if, if I, I if I, 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 I already was Applebee's in like six fucking years I've thought about that so that's trash. It's, it's been <laughs> happening around here because it's all the Kansas City locations and whatever. Some people are like posting on the doors and stuff. I've legitimately like, which you guys know that I'm a lot more gung ho than you when it comes to the whole like wage stuff. But I've thought about going in there and like handing printed out copies to the bartender, not ordering anything, giving them ten dollars. Like, hey, here's your tip for you know whatever. Just here's a tip, ten bucks, whatever. Um, I'm not gonna order anything, but hey, if you haven't already seen this or you guys haven't talked about it. You should definitely check this out because this is what your company thinks of you. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Ooh. Start a revolution. And that comes down to like, are we a slave class? You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that. Rat race, man. The rat race. Unions prevent that shit, though. Try Unions to. fucking try to. prevent that shit. Yeah, they try to, but you, yeah, they still break off. But you? there's still people who are brainwashed. Into the, man, I have people at my bar every day who I overhear talking about how, like, and, and that's the shitty part is there's people younger than there's like a 26 year old in there today talking about how oh man nobody wants to work and I'm taking advantage of this look at me I'm making all this money because I'm working 80 hours a week or whatever like congrats you're throwing your life away to yeah. make money for someone else yeah and this is something interesting too to add to this um, another person who I know at work they're in the, the reserves and uh, she is probably like 25 26 I don't know her exact age 
but I guess she was one of the last people to get on payroll in the military. You know, you, however long you work, you know, 15, 20 years in the military, you get to retire. At, you know, by the time you're 50 or 47 or something like that, you get a pension mm -hmm. from the military. So now allegedly, from what she said, they've switched it over to a 401k for anyone who joins the military now. So you no longer get a guaranteed pension. It's now the, 401k based. The, the so big, it's based on the stock market. <laughs> okay, no, well, my big issue that I've always had with, with the 401k. And I don't even want to go into it, I just wanted to tell you. We've guys. had this discussion. Yeah, we have. Yeah. But just to. But isn't that crazy yeah. that now in the military you're getting a 401k, not a pension? And I don't know how true that's what she said. She's in the reserves and she, this is what she said. I'd have to double check and look into it, but. If that's the case, man, like that's just a slap in the face for people who are serving your country. Now you can't even guarantee them money. The whole thing, the whole work, the biggest brainwashing they've ever done is the whole work hard and you'll make it. And that's not me being a lazy piece of shit, being like you shouldn't oh, work man. hard. Work hard at what you love, do your job well, whatever. But don't pretend for a second that you're working at your. What do we have, Tony? Sorry, Tony. Don't, don't pretend for a second that you're working at your $20 an hour job and you're busting your ass and you're really going to make it in the world. Like, you're not going to move up. You're not going to be the CEO of that company anytime oh, no. soon. Yeah. Like, it, it, ain't, it ain't fucking happening. Man, and the fact that, I mean, this is just coming from my own personal space, but why the fuck would you want to be? Because that puts you in a space to just, like, you make your money off human suffering. I never want to make... I'm okay with exchanging my suffering for money, but I never want to make money off other people's suffering. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you hope like I, I right get that. To make a change if you were in that position, if you worked your way to be the CEO. Which is, you know, once again, and you have people like Dan Price. And, and you, yeah, because you have a heart. And you have people like Dan Price, who is a great example yes. of this. I wish I had more than that, more more names than that, but sadly, there are very few. Yeah. I'm sure there are other people outside of Dan Price uh, to talk about who <clears> like literally just is worried about everybody and his employees and then everything. And I guarantee you, this is what's so frustrating to me is because of the way that human beings interact like naturally, like if you help out other people, it's almost like the way the universe works. Like if you help out other people, you receive that shit back. Like, and I think they're so focused on themselves and manipulation and, and making money off other people. Like, oh man, I can't, I can't be happy unless somebody else is suffering. It's such a negative way to look at look at life when you could have it you could have it so good and it's but it's the other way it's like it, it's against the grain of what uh all of society capitalism i hate to say that because I, I still believe i still believe it i still i still, I still believe that uncorrupt capitalism, capitalism works i i do i and i and i'll say that until i'm i really think differently but uncorrupt capitalism is the best way to go about things but it has to be uncorrupt and the problem is it's been heavily corrupted. By Even if it was uncorrupt, though, you end up in the same situation. God. To go back to suffering, though, you talk about, like, you don't, how, how are you applying? So you don't cause suffering is what you're saying. No, no, I don't, I don't cause suffering. But we, do but my suffering, there, there are plenty of times when I'm at my job to where it's like, I'm exchanging suffering for money. When, when you buy clothes, though, is that not creating suffering? Through your purchase? Oh, man, oh, for sure. Man, yeah. sure. Okay. So you talked about Apple the other day. We all have... I, I mean, H&M, dude, dude, we all have iPhones. H &M. No, I, I got the new fucking iPhone 13. Yeah. Which, the which factory I where they build that over in China has suicide nets all the way around yeah, the yeah, building yeah. because so many people killed themselves because they were literally slave labor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and we're all here with an iPhone in our fucking pocket. You can't get away from it. Yeah, so. it's, it's impossible. What's up? That's for me. That's for me. 
Android, same shit. It's still Chinese, yeah, yeah. Some little China kid making it. No, it could be like North Korean shit or like Samsung it's North Korean or whatever that does it. It's it's terrible. Like there are comedians that make jokes all the time about like, oh, how the pyramids get built, and I was like, yeah, it's about human suffering and like slave labor. Yeah, right? that's how any good thing. I, can't, I don't even remember who said that. It might have been Joe Rogan. I don't know. I can't remember. Sounds right. But like, no, everything that you enjoy probably came from a shit ton of human suffering. I want to change it up real quick because I know we're close to the end of the hour. There's just one more question or one more thing I want to bring up to me. And I know we've had Dan on the Constitution of Us, and he's talked about the Constitution and how the Supreme Court is not the law of the land. And I wish he were on right now to explain that a little more. I know he's done that a lot. I don't know if you guys remember how he, in detail, says the Supreme Court is null and void. Because they're nowhere in the Constitution. There's the whole point of the Constitution, and I'm going to fuck this up compared to how Dan would say it, but I'm going to try, is that it's us, like, giving power to the government to do what we want or whatever. It's not the government having power to say what the Constitution means, which is what they're doing with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is here interpreting it's the not, Constitution. That's, it's not their job to interpret yeah. the, the Constitution because the whole point of the Constitution was to protect us from them. Right. And now they're trying to come in and say, no, this, you know, we can manipulate this and decipher it. No, it's not your job. It's not your job. So it's insane. It's yeah. job is. So it's there's a few things, and and, and it boils down to one thing. And I'll be quick on the few things. Is I, they talk about packing the court or whatever, packing the Supreme Court, which is adding more members to it, the Democrats or whatever mm-hmm. they want to do that, because there's more uh, Republican judges on the panel. So they're life terms. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're, which they're, is already ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane to me. Uh, there should yeah whatever. But there's this new chick, I forget her name, something, something, Jackson, or I, I forget what her uh, name yeah. is. And she's been appointed to be the, the newest judge because one passed away last year. Ruth Gainsburg, whatever. Yeah. Huh? And she, that's the one who died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this chick's going through questioning right now from senators because that's the process. You're going yeah, through yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. And um, I forget if it was Ted Cruz or there was, there was another gentleman asked her um, – or no, it was a chick, actually. It was a chick, a girl senator, I forget her name. And this has been blown up all over the media and shit, or at least alternative media. She asked her, can you define what a woman is? Or what is what is woman? What is a woman? What is a girl? Can you define that? That was her question? Yes. And she said... What does that have to do? Just hold on, hold on. And this is completely off topic hey. of what we've been talking about. This is, this is the last thing I wanted to bring up. The Supreme Court justice appointee said, she said... Um, what was the question? You want me to define what a woman is? And she's like, yes. And she says, I can't. Okay. The newest appointed Supreme Court justice can't define what a woman is. Well, because of the culture that we yeah. live in. No, I know. That has to do with it. Like, but, but which is a dumb interview question in the first place. Yeah, I mean, man, is that a stupid fucking question? Careful. Because on I'm, what you said. Which is so stupid, right? Like, you, yeah. man, in, in your head, you're like, man, that's so stupid not to answer that. Because that's such man. You no, know I'm saying it's stupid to ask that. That that should have nothing to do with someone being a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. What do you mean they're ruling over people, bro? Like, oh, that's well, the no, point you're right. There's there the fact that the fucking fact that the question even got the question shouldn't even exist because that's not. That's what you ask like a six year old, you know? Yeah. Like, no, I, I get that. Yeah, I get that, but I think they asked the question because they knew what the answer would be, and they wanted that answer to be broadcast so people could see the type of person that's being appointed as a Supreme Court justice. Man, we look. But that question is such bullshit time. in the fucking <laughs> first place. Allegedly, and this is what you know, people on the right are saying is the only reason that she's being appointed is because she's a female and she's black, and that's why a, a Biden appointed her as a Supreme Court justice. 
because she's the first and you know she'll be the right. first black and that takes Supreme Court justice. Like you can't just you can't like, just pick a person based on their skin and they, they their pick sex. a bishop off the street and be like, hey, you want to be a Supreme Court judge today? <laughs> like you know you that she's qualified. The, the, the gender, the, the, court the gender and the racial role of that? No, just not actually fucking work. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree, but even even as crazy as the question is and how it should never have been asked, the answer is even crazier is the fact that a woman. Is saying she doesn't know how to define what a woman is because and she's doing that. culture. No, I understand that. I understand. No, that. you have to be completely gender neutral. But it's but it's a small percentage of the population. I'm not disagreeing with transgender communities and anything like that. Like I'm all for what it is that you want to do. But at the end of the day, I think we all know what a woman is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. That's just how I wanted to end it because to me, it just seems crazy. No, no, because be because it is because because it is insane. It would affect her judgments. People have, you know, gay rights right yeah. now, whatever. And People can get a future judgment if she were to. But she's once she, she, like once she once she once she gets sworn in, she's a Supreme Court justice until she dies. So it doesn't matter how she answers the question. Hold up, what if they wouldn't swear her in though? If she said like, "Oh, a, a that, woman is someone who has a vagina." That wouldn't have been crazy. I, you I, I you don't know that. No. She, everybody could have been up in arms about that. that. No, I don't. I don't think that that would. I don't think that's how that works. A bunch of people would have been upset and been like, "No, that there's more that defines than just you know." Right. I, again, I'd have to look into it, but I don't think just because people get mad that that's how that works. I don't know. It's just insane to me. We we live in upside down times. We do. It's all fucked. Something's fucked. Anybody, man, any, man, anybody can be in a position of power. Be a, you, you could have a transgender um, be a Supreme Court judge as as long as they're of good contention with what is best for society. Yeah. And it lines up. Like, what yeah. the fuck does any of that have to do with anything? True. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't fucking get it. And, and then they got to, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's I don't really, know, I, think, I think probably what the, you, the original you, point of the question was for more divide and conquer is honestly what that question brought up. Because you can look on right uh, right side YouTube channels, you can look on uh, left side YouTube channels, and all the comment threads is just divide and conquer, divide and conquer. I think that's the whole point. That's the whole point of it. That's why it's even broadcast. And yeah. that's the whole point of the question in the first place is the fact that you right now are talking about. Like, that's the reason that that question fucking exists. Man, I wonder how much of every politician that gets up to a high level, like, I'm not talking about, you know, your your cast, or your county treasurer or fucking whatever. I'm talking higher up than that. Senators and everything, like, how much of your actual morality that, that you have that you have to give up to be in office? I'm curious. Is oh, it you 50, have to because you would lose your... Is it 50%? Is it 70%? Like I'm just really curious. Like how much, how much of what you actually believe is right, you have to give up to fit a narrative of what keeps you in office, gets you in office, and keep you in office. Well, and again, all the fucking everybody. What keeps and it only has to progress and get worse. Like whenever you get up to a president, right? Yeah. Like well, how much you fucking give up on your morality? As a senator, I think it's pretty high. Same with the governor. But based upon what they're doing, they're taking census on what the people want, majority of the people want in that state, and all of that's based on propaganda and brainwashing. Because that's what we've been conditioned. Exactly, conditioned. Yes, that's what we've been conditioned into. We're like cattle. Whole system's fucked. Exactly. Mike Anderson would look great for this guy. Yeah. I don't know. At least this back half of this. I think we're a little bit over the hour. I don't know if you guys have any last minute thoughts. We can keep going. We can go outside, chill, and talk for a little bit. I don't have any more last minute thoughts. I don't know if you guys. Cold outside, man. I don't like that. I mean, you can come back downstairs and chill, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want to go too long over the hour. It's a pretty decent podcast. I don't want to 
Yeah. Man, we only put out bangers, bro. When you talk about <laughs> no, bangers, straight bangers. It's only good podcast, bro. That's what you say at the beginning of it, and you deliver. It's gonna be another not fucking deliver. But it's the, always interesting. It's but always the, good, but bro. But the beginning, they hit hard. You know what I'm saying? Normally, sometimes it's kind of soft. We hit it hard this time. So yeah. I think that we got all the attention of the viewers for the entire podcast. No last two bucks. Yeah. Talk uh, about your wages. Don't let your. This is for me personally. My last two bucks. Talk about your wages. Don't let your employer take advantage of you. You're being lazy. Yes, fuck them. You're you're the one that's doing the work anyway. You're the one making the money. You're physically the one working and you're making the company money. Don't let them fuck you. And and you're selling your body anyway. I hate the yep. shit. Oh, prostitution's illegal, but you can go into like you know you work construction. That's selling your body. Too. Yeah, you're throwing oh, out. You're breaking your bones, this, throwing yeah. out your fucking body. You're gonna have fucking hip problems. You're, by you're the time selling. You're, you're selling your body for fucking money. I'm sorry. Or you know what I'd like to equate it to in the service industry is I so the majority of the time I'm exchanging suffering for money. Yeah. Which is mental. Yeah, no, it's a mental thing. It's not so much physical, but, but, but it's, it's definitely the worst. Like, yeah. It's the worst because it fucks your brain up. Yeah. Man, I drink a lot. I make it work. Yeah. <laughs> There's an escape. There's I, never, I, I swear to God, not working in the service industry, I, I would not drink alcohol. So yeah, it does have an effect it. on your body, like physically. Oh, sure. But, yeah. Um, so it's kind of for, yeah, it's mental, man. I think it would be kind of beneficial. I mean, granted, there's negatives to inside your body and what it does, but how it gives you that escape. But you only need that escape because of the fucking work in the first place. Yeah. It's double in it. But once again, I don't I don't know how to make money from not socially interacting with people. I don't know. Well, then you got to be creative. That, that's, that's even that fucking worse. Did you try that one? I did. I did. There's did. more. There's more. I, I was with a company called Rebranding 360. Shout out to them. There's more sound. <laughs> There's stuff. Their stocks plummeting right now. I did. I did. I worked for them for like six months. It was a terrible experience, because the the big thing with sales is you walk in, and people just hate you. They want like, to they just fucking hate. I mean, I do. Like, if you were to show, like, let's say I didn't know you, Jesse, people hate and you showed up to my fucking business to like sell me some your rebranding three sixty. Dude, I don't want to listen to a word you have to say. Man, that that takes some the fuck out of my face. Yeah. That that takes some silver tongue to be able to come in and do that job right. I only sold a couple of There's fucking packages, shit. man. That was so like stressful to do. And they just kept telling me to fill the pipeline. Fill the pipeline. Which by the way, I wasn't getting paid hourly. Like I was on a what was it, uh, ten ten ninety-nine, is that what it is? To where you uh, not not a like tax form, like ten ninety-nine. Like I'm uh, You were like so you were like a contract. Yeah, I was like I was contracting the only money that I made was from whenever I made a sale, which is such a terrible like I was spending so much of my fucking life trying to get yeah. shit done and to make a couple sales and oh damn two hundred bucks. Just another reason. I was like, like I just hey, work for two weeks, man. That's another way. Yeah, and once again, I, I come down to this a lot where I believe that we are an aperture to which the universe is expressing itself, and this is the only one that we fucking get. And somehow we got conned into giving up this so somebody else can have a great fucking life. You're a creature of habit, so you're necessarily. You sound like communist right now. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. (laughs) No, you're a creature of habit, and you have control over your life and dictate the road. Oh, I quit doing that job. In in that in that sense, it was my control over my life. But we all still do the same job that we hate the most. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We have choices. In all fairness, the job I work, I don't hate it. Okay, but I I don't don't hate it either. I don't hate it either. But a lot of times, it feels like I'm exchanging suffering for money. And that's our choice. Because whenever it's going good, look at this area. You get a perfect example. Sorry to interrupt you. 
you went and did something that hasn't really been part of you. I enjoy it. Yeah, no, I really do. I don't want to run my hands. Be nice. I enjoy what I do. Right. He, he had the courage to do something different. You know, he did it for a long time, and then he just stepped away and walked away because in life you always have the opportunity. Yeah, but I'm but, saying that stuff that fucking kid right there. But I can almost guarantee you, Carl, that you never had. You were never that person that just like from a young age knew exactly what you were going to do. Funny enough, I wanted to be a drum player. I wanted to play, I love cooking. Yeah, I wanted to be one of the little. I love, yeah, I wanted to be a chef. That's a really, really wholesome fucking thing to do. I wanted to be a dirty kid. I remember my parents good fucking food. They were like, "You can't be a dirty kid." They told you that you wanted to be. No, like they told. (laughs) As I got older, they reminded me that when I was little, they would like do stuff that I could. Yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be like a waitress or a painter. You're like, fuck that. My parents told me as long as I'm a Christian, I'll be okay. As long as I'm right aim Christian, I'll be fine. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I do. As long as I'm right aim Christian, yeah, that's what I do. That's why I'm super lefty on the fucking Bible and stuff. Yeah. Where are you making money? Fuck you, mom and dad. No, just kidding. Don't ever listen to this. What are you making there? Uh, Jesus, what are you if you guys have any like podcast tips on drums, though, you guys can do two great podcasts for this year specifically. You can share it to anyone and everyone in your town. Share it on all social media platforms so you really find someone that can But yeah, do you know what this band's about? Did I drop you guys off? Go blind and win the bet. Like old school podcast. You're not even supposed to be like, oh, 